1: Hello and welcome to the BBC Good Food Essential Recipes podcast with me, Miriam Nice. Each week I'll be joined down the line by a different member of the cookery team and we'll be answering your questions and talking about how we're getting on in our kitchens. So please do join me, find us on Spotify, iTunes or Acast or wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to never miss an episode. This week I'm joined again by food editor Lulu Grimes. Hi Lulu. Hello. Hello again. How are you doing? Oh nice to have you back again. Ah, nice to be back. (laughs) Fantastic. And this week our topic is online food favourites because I think we're all ordering a bit more than we used to um, over the internet to get delivered to our homes. Have you been doing the same?
0: yes in fact I have not been to the supermarket once since um, lockdown because I'm not allowed to go out technically
1: okay I'm glad you said that because I haven't well my husband's been a couple of times but I've I've either ordered online or or yeah or he's gone to pick up things yeah
0: I know um, I have been to collect a few things but they've been kind of from smaller places that I know what I'm going to be faced with when I get there and the other thing mm. is I, I mean I once did think about going out and I went I <laughs> think it was it was early on and um, by the time I got there I realized that the queue was about two hours long and um, I just didn't have time within the working day to allocate two hours to queue.
1: No, so I
0: reversed no. back home <laughs> on yes online has been i have to say a complete lifesaver for me i could not yeah. have coped without it at all
1: no and uh, one of the questions that does come up is like is it is it safe to do it is it is it fine to get stuff delivered to your door is there anything we should be thinking about um it is yes um
0: i did have a look around nhs guidelines and everything else um and basically if you're worried and you get something delivered you just leave it before unpacking it. Obviously, if it's chilled or something, you need to uh, mitigate against that. But I had, for example, a meat box um, delivered this morning. So I've put some ice packs in it and it's sitting in the hall and I will keep it chilled that way. Um, Mm -hmm. So I've only opened the lid and then I've washed my hands again afterwards. So if you're at all worried, then um, you just need to take those kind of precautions or you could, um, you know, if something arrives, unwrap it quickly unpack it, um, wipe any surfaces down that you need to inside, and then um, make sure you wash your hands afterwards and dispose of, you know, the packaging. So I think it's fine, though. Um, And also everyone I've looked at, what I've seen, you know, there's been the knock on the door, I've opened the door, and the delivery driver has been beating a hasty retreat, Um, you know, seems to be, you know, being very careful. So it's not something I, I personally am particularly worried
1: about. But if you were worried okay. about it, you could take precautions. No, oh, that's great. That's really, really good. OK, so what kind of things have you been getting delivered this week? Everything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so um, I very quickly lost my supermarket delivery slot, um, which I haven't um, yet been able to get back up and running in, in any kind of form that is... Um, useful to me so um, I think that's basically because an awful lot of people around where I live which happens to be in East London um, may be using the same kind of slots or they're you know having to deliver elsewhere I know it's really different depending where in the country you are I mean even just talking amongst the team earlier this morning um, in a meeting when we were discussing how to get hold of ingredients everyone is having a completely different experience um, with supermarket delivery slots so mm-hmm. um, so yeah basically I have been getting Everything I need um, from somewhere or other. So, um, one of the first things I signed up for was um, a company called Pale Green Dot, which um, I know a few other team members um, have been ordering from as well. And they started off just doing quite basic you know, it was fruit, veg, and some essentials, so eggs and milk and um, a loaf of bread. Um, and they've sort of expanded outwards now, so I can actually order the meat from the butchers that we use in the test kitchen, HG Walters via pale green dot, or I can order it via HG Walter as well. Um, so, and they've now bumped up, you can get a pasta box, I think, and, and various other things. And, you know, there's a sort of more deluxe one if you want, but if you just want something that arrives and it's got, you know, the basics for the next few days or even for the week, then, um, that's that's a pretty good one to go by and i've noticed that quite a few more delivery options have that kind of thing you know they might have started around a company that for example delivers fruit and veg but they've all added in essentials so people have
1: to have fewer deliveries
0: if you see what i mean
1: yeah i know i know what you mean yeah we've got um a beer delivery that now does cheese and things like that everyone's sort of grouping together which i think is is really nice yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, that seems to have worked really well I mean um it's a company called Crosstown Donuts um and you know heaven knows we all need donuts all the time but um yeah they actually got, definitely <laughs> <laughs> they got together with uh a dairy the collective and um uh a bakery and they put together boxes of fruit and veg and um other and milk and eggs and things like that um which they would have, I think, been using otherwise. Um, And certainly I know um, businesses like that who sell coffee and things like that have been trying to push out the dairy that they would have been buying in, um, you know, to make coffee with because otherwise, you know, all that milk that would have been used in coffee shops up and down the country is kind of, you know, sloshing around, going to waste. So mm-hmm. um, there's quite a few deliveries like that, that that have really tried to help their suppliers in the meantime, which has been great. I think, you know, if you look around, there's all sorts of things you can get now. And, and, I, and there will be, by the sounds of things, for quite
1: a long time to come. And they're businesses that, you know, need help. Um, there's definitely been that with um, cheese as well. We've seen people kind of grouping together to kind of help them, help support British cheesemakers.
0: Oh, absolutely. There's been an enormous push um, for, and all sorts of um, different companies have have joined in that. Um, Neil's Yard have been doing, a, you know, a support British cheese box. I mean, Jamie Oliver's been very big on this. Um, and good food in itself, you know, in the form of... Um, keith our editor has been uh, eating his way through more cheese than you can possibly imagine <laughs> i can't remember exactly how many cheese boxes he's eaten his way through but um there's a he's written up an enormous review which is online at the moment um yes. and you know there's all sorts of things um from uh, this fantastic one um which is called give me strength cheese box which i presume is uh, a <laughs> Yes, it is. its oh, I love that. Four very strong artisan cheeses. Um, and then, you know, you go through all sorts of things. You can sort of pick by area or you can pick by, um, you know, British Cheese Essentials or something like that. And I know that some of the smaller cheese companies have really, really been helped by this. You know, uh, companies that have had to furlough people have ma- managed to bring them back in. Um, there's uh, Fen Farm Dairy. Um, they had, you know huge amount of cheese that they needed to offload. And through doing things like this, um, you know, they've, they've sold an enormous amount of cheese. But, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, cows don't stop producing milk. So it's, it's sort of an ongoing thing. We need to keep buying things like British cheese because, um, you know, you don't solve the problem and it stops you know it's an ongoing problem so it's one of the things actually if you um look on bbcgoodfood.com under best cheese subscription delivery boxes you'll um you'll find plenty of ideas there and I think they Keith look is really still
1: <laughs> eating his way through it like, yeah I feel like his Instagram is going towards sort of cheese <laughs> sauces with all the the ends and things which is which is wonderful but yeah um I I thought that was really good and I thought that there was a nice mix in there of cheeses that are a bit more kind of everyday um, but really good quality but also something quite special and and ones that give you a bit of information so you kind of learn something so it almost becomes like an activity really so you can instead of going out for dinner you can just order um, a lovely cheese selection or something and then uh learn about it and and talk together with it with anyone you're with or virtually like if you and a friend do the same thing you yeah could, you could chat over the phone about what you're what you're trying which which becomes really fun and a nice experience so yeah. there's, there's, there's a lot of stuff like that yes online cheese party yeah <laughs> Let's do it. When 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 is that going to be? Can we do that? I've got my cheese box and it has been delivered. So yeah, I'm ready whenever. I oh, know. <laughs> I need to wait for my next box to arrive, but then I'll let you know. <laughs> so are you having deliveries quite often? I mean, I'm mean, i guessing when I used to order from supermarkets, um, I might get a delivery like once. There's only two of us. So maybe once every uh, couple of weeks, perhaps. Um, we'd do like a big shop, but I've definitely change that and, and deliveries are a bit more frequent is that is that the same for you
0: yeah so you know um fruit and veg and stuff like that um comes in once a week for the main for the main box delivery I get today I had a large amount of meat arrive well I say large amount is because that's the other thing about deliveries if you're getting stuff from from farms so I got this lot from Gayskill Organics which um An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs.
1: We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end. What will I become? Senwa saga. Hellblade 2. Play it
0: now with Game Pass. Deliver sort of um countrywide, I think. It's um so I bought a lot of beef mince and things like that i i'm slightly worried about where i'm going to put them because my freezer's quite full but oh, you yeah. know <laughs> you, you sort of you do have to get used to kind of it's a bit more of a bulk order if you get something from a farm um yes. you know rather than you know just getting a couple of you know one pack of this and one pack of that so um it's a slightly different way of sort of ordering what you're going to cook and eat but um yeah an empty freezer is enormously helpful in fact the box is still in the hall and um i'll have to deal with it later
1: well also, yeah i'm worried for you now because i know all about your freezer <laughs> after we talked last time and you sent me some pictures of it beautifully filed uh, so yeah you're gonna have to fire up barbecue or something i get, know. It, get it cooked
0: <laughs> i know i've actually yeah. eaten a lot of that since uh since you last sort of picture. Oh, i can't get to my freezer <laughs> yeah and i had milk in there before and that's gone now because i used it to make some paneer because uh, oh, i couldn't oh, get nice. paneer in a delivery so yes i made some um yeah, it's one of those things that you, you do need to think about. It's like everything's going to come at once because I think people have got so used to, particularly if you live in um, cities and towns, if, you know, shopping more often. And now, you know, if you're not going to do that, all right, because you haven't got the time to queue or, you know, you are going to get a delivery. I think, you know, that that's kind of changed for people as well. You know, thinking mm. about everything's going to come at once, which day, and also you can't necessarily guarantee what day your delivery is. You can pick with a lot of them, but some of them you can't. So it's sort of like, oh, everything's arrived at <laughs>
1: once. Yes. And I've noticed that there a lot of the companies, you, you just have to bear with everybody at the moment, I think. I mean, I've had deliveries that, that say, oh, you know, this is when we think it'll be, but it might be different. And I think I had something that was coming on a Tuesday and then I got a text that on the Monday saying it's coming today, <laughs> which was great. But yeah, it, you kind of have to just bear with everyone and maybe not plan your meals quite so firmly, I think, perhaps.
0: Yeah, when I run out of flour, which has been a bit of a problem for a lot of people. So one of the things that you have been able to get through deliveries from companies that would have been buying flour in bulk. So it might be a bakery who will deliver baked items and a bag of flour. Or I use my local um, Italian restaurant who've been selling um, pasta. But at the same time, you can also pick up flour and eggs from them because, you know, that's what they're using. Um at one point, I had something that like, I I needed a lot of flour to test some recipes, and I had and you can only buy like one kilo or maybe two kilos at a time because it was all being rationed out. Um, I think I had four bakery deliveries arrive within a week, and on each one, I had thought to myself, "Well, oh, I'll get the flour," but also I just I just have a couple of buns, and I ended up this <laughs> massive crate of the buns, oh, which, um, <laughs> which which wasn't very helpful because I was just about to test a whole lot of bun recipes. <laughs> So yeah, there's been there's been some slightly hilarious episodes like that. I've got um, about 18 eggs at the moment. That happens as well, but I have none. Um, so I haven't, I haven't quite cracked everything, you know, on the delivery front yet.
1: Um, oh yeah, I had the same with flour. I had two bags of wholemeal and one bag of strong white bread flour, um, and now I've got just half a bag of wholemeal and a little bit of ground flour left and <laughs> I'm sort of waiting for the next, next delivery to appear. So I know. Um, we'll see.
0: <laughs> and the other thing I've really, um, I've sort of rediscovered as it were is um, buying things like spices online um, because I've run out of various things and, um, and I've sort of gone back into spice companies that I would have bought. Um, some of them I would have bought from, you know, when I've seen them in various shops but sort of gone back to ordering things like that, um, which is really nice because actually you kind you sort of forget that, you know, if you just go to the supermarket, you know, you, there's all the stuff on the shelf and you sort of pick one and take it down. Or you might not get any choice at all. Whereas, yeah. you know, if you can look around or you've got, you know, a spice company, I particularly like the ones that have um, really neat little squarish tins that fit well in the drawer or um, pouches that seal again. Um, okay. Which I find, you know, really useful for for storage, um, rather than the glass bottles. Um, or, the, or they sell in small quantity. So you, yes. I mean, there's a there's a company, Steamboers, which do really, you know, little amounts of spice, which I find really useful, rather than having to buy an enormous great box or um,
1: you know, a, a, much, they a much bigger they jar. They don't keep, you know. I mean, we have spices in the cupboard that we've had for. sometimes but they 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 don't they don't really keep do they no and especially if you're using chili or something you haven't used in a while it
0: might not have any you know flavor left in it at all you know you Mm. you, you really notice so i've been making quite um, a lot of cinnamon buns at the moment back to the buns and i'm i bought (laughs) a new pack of cinnamon and it's you know it's amazing and you sort of forget how fresh spices you know should be good quality fresh spices really, really do have a lot of flavour. You kind of forget that. So that's another, I think, that thing that I won't stop doing. Mm. Um, I mean, I've always bought a certain amount um, on delivery or mail order because I like to be able to pick where I'm buying from and what I'm buying. Um, and I don't want to be at the mercy necessarily of someone else, you know, deciding those things for me by what they put on their shelves. Um, so I think actually my shopping habits will probably change a bit. Um But then there's other things I really miss, like going to the market. I really miss going to the market because I really miss sort of seeing, oh, that's what they've got today. That's what I'm going to buy. I'm going to make something with that right now, Um, which is not the same when you're kind of scrolling through a a website or something. Um, And the other thing I'd say if you're thinking about um, buying stuff by mail order is to really have a look about what's close to you, um, what's around you, because – there's lots of small businesses and they only deliver in a very small area. Um, so if you live, doesn't matter where in the country you are, there's bound to be something that's close to you, you know, whether it's someone who makes cheese or whether it's fruit and veg or, a, you know, meat farm or anything like that. If you're in a small town, there might be a bakery. Um, so, you know, there's a quite a few places around where I live, you know, and their delivery circle is, you know, it's a mile radius. It's not very big at all. So, um, you know, they also do pick up sometimes. So there's, and and there's lots of small businesses, which were say restaurants or cafes that are desperately trying to keep themselves going by um, making one or two things. So I've I've ordered some um, pasta, you know, because I can go and pick it up and they don't deliver in a huge area, but they need the people who, you know, who would have gone in to eat in there To now be buying from them to keep the business going, and there's a tiny little coffee shop around the corner from me that has gone into sort of making, you know, lasagnas for four and things like that. And again, it's sort of you know trying to keep those small businesses going. So
1: when everything opens up again, they're still there for you. Yes. Um, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions mm-hmm. um, as well while I've got you here, your food expert hat on as always. Um, from our, so There are a few from our live Q&A sessions, so I'm just going to put those to you as well. Um, and this one actually is from our Facebook group, BBC Good Food Together this person says, "I'm embarrassed to say that I've had this pasta machine for years, but I've never got around to using it. If you got any tips, suggestions, and recipes, because they would highly appreciate some reasons um, to use it, and it makes them nervous. <laughs> 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 You've got any tips for this? Sort of, it was it was a lovely picture. They put a poster of this sort of very shiny, unused pasta machine. So,
0: yeah, pasta machines are not not that difficult to use, but you do need to find a table you can clamp it onto because they usually come with a clamp." And yes. that's my problem mainly is, is finding something you can actually clamp it onto because um, you do need to hold it steady. Making fresh pasta isn't difficult. I mean, there's recipes on the website. And if you've got a machine, I mean, honestly, just try it out. You'll suddenly discover how easy it is. And then if you don't put your machine away, you keep thinking, oh, just make another batch and another batch. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the other thing you need to do is is kind of organise yourself first. It's like, okay, what are you going to make? Do you need to hang it out to dry? Or are you going to make lasagna sheets, in which case, fine. And then and then once you've had a go and you've realised how easy it is, you can mess around, like putting herb leaves um, between two sheets of lasagna and rolling it back through the machine to make a really sort of
1: pretty pattern oh, that's sheet. that's so pretty. I yeah, know. I did that for our anniversary dinner. I did that. It looks so nice. I'd not done it before, and I just thought, a special occasion, I'll, I'll do it. And it's, it's really lovely.
0: Yeah, you need the um, – you don't – I mean, pasta flour is useful if you've got it. It's just, you know – it's very finely milled. Um, but you can use ordinary flour. Um, but what you do need to do is make sure that you can you can dry it because what you don't want is to make lovely, you know, I don't know, talia telly or something, and then it all clumps together when you leave to dry. Yes. Either that or cook it straight away.
1: <laughs> I've been doing that. I'll cook it straight away, but I did notice a couple of times I made it and we've got quite a small kitchen. Um, and if I've put the big pan of water onto boil and i've not been i've wanted to cook it straight away the kitchen can get a bit steamy and yeah. so I've, I've sort of put the pasta that i've made just while i boil the water into another room just to keep it away from that kind of steamy yes you don't want to get it wet atmosphere yeah <laughs> <Or damp. laughs> yes. otherwise it, yeah it gets a bit clumpy yes so, yeah. <laughs> this is true um good yeah i'd just give it a go Is what i say yeah give it a go just and just be quite i think quite confident when you're rolling it through as well yeah. i think yeah. sometimes if you sort of pause it can kind of itself in a bit yeah yeah definitely definitely go for it go for it (laughs) brilliant um and another question from our lives is any dish that's easy to make with kids have you got any advice
0: um any advice i well lots of things are it depends how old your children are really Mm -hmm. i mean mine's 13 and he really likes making sushi because i bought a little mold thing to mold the sushi in Um, and he can make that quite easily most children um like making all sorts of things but it really depends on their attention span i think so if they're really young you need to give them something to do that you know it doesn't matter if they lose interest after a sort of short amount of time um if they're a bit older they can cook anything through i mean that's sort of the joy of being able to um you can either give them a recipe book or um, you know a magazine like good food or you can you know put something on um an ipad or a phone or something like that um it's really i think it's a really good exercise to teach slightly older children is to be able to actually read through a recipe and make it so i just let them make whatever they want to eat that's uh, that usually works quite well though obviously if yeah. you're trying to keep the sweet stuff down maybe pick something that they you know their favorite dinner or something like that that they like to eat
1: So this person has been sent uh, an online delivery. You said that a few times you can get deliveries with things missing. Um, I'm I'm assuming that might be what's happened here. But they said, can you replace butter with oil? Is it a straight swap? I think they mean in baking. So 200 grams of butter for 200 grams of oil. Will that work?
0: (laughs) No, because, um, well i say no um sometimes you can because i know i've done that in the past so if i if it's a cake with oil in it um like a carrot cake um and i've run out of oil or i haven't got enough oil sometimes i've melted some butter and then let it cool and use that instead but it does give you a completely different texture you don't get the lightness you get in an oil cake yeah um and if you did it the other way around, um, the proportion to be wrong you'd have a really really sloppy batter do you mm-hmm. see what i mean yes so um you can't really replace for like for like but if you if you want to make something with um like bake something and you've bought you wanted butter but they've sent you oil just look up a recipe for a cake that uses oil there's chocolate cakes There are carrot cakes all sorts of cakes that use oil instead actually um, particularly look up vegan cakes because they usually um, have a an oil base rather than butter. Obviously,
1: there's a uh, one last one is what can I make in silicon molds? It needs to be a sort of chilled recipe, if that's okay.
0: A chilled recipe, a mm-hmm. jelly.
1: Mm. Um, you can
0: make um, and well anything that's sort of going to be set. You can make in a silicon mold. I mean, you can use you can put cheesecake base in the bottom and put a set cheesecake on top. Um, depends how big the mold is, really. Um, uh, <laughs> um it's a bit of to know without knowing what size the mold is whether it's a
1: little one I mean it could be bunny shaped couldn't it fab and your three reasons to be cheerful this week please mm, reasons to be sun shining
0: um, I've got an awful lot of food in the house and <laughs> all your deliveries will come at once <laughs> all my deliveries will come at once Um, and i finally cracked the uh sourdough cinnamon bun recipe um, by using the one that we got on the website but i've tried it a couple of times now and now managed to get the um get it ready so it's actually ready when i want to eat it rather than being ready before that (laughs) because that's one of the (laughs) things with sourdoughs you kind of have to get the timings right
1: oh yeah that i'm terrible at that that is that's oh that's gonna be good oh wonderful Oh, well, um, Lulu, thank you so much for being on the podcast. It's been so nice to, to chat to you again. Um, thank you. Thank you. Great. Um, so, but yeah, that is all we've got time for today. Um, so thanks for joining us. And please do use the hashtag food and stay safe, get cooking. And do catch us on our live Q&A sessions in the afternoons every weekday where you can find a member of the team that will ask, answer your questions and join in on our facebook group bbc good food together if you aren't on social media and you prefer you can email me directly at miriam.nice at immediate.co.uk and do stick podcast in the subject bar and so i can see that great thanks very much stay safe and get cooking listening to the BBC Good Food Essential Recipes podcast. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Acast or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts to make sure you never miss an episode.